You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. It's Gabe from the Kids and Pit Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Scott Vogel from Band Terror. Hey Scott, thanks for joining me. I saw you guys a few weeks ago at the Holiday Jam, and your set was so much fun. Your bass player even handed me the mic, so I got to sing along for Hebrews of the Faith. Shout out <laughs> uh, to Chris for that. Uh, mind if I ask you some questions? Thanks for having me. Thanks for the. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I enjoyed it too. Ask me anything you'd like. Okay. So, what do you do in the Band Terror? Uh, I can't really say I sing because I can't sing. So let's just say I scream loud. It's like a vocalist kind of more vocalist. Definitely. Not exactly singing, but no, no. You have a microphone and you uh, take uh, vocal sounds and you put that into it. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. So how long has Tara been a band? Uh, we just, is it 21 years or 20? Uh, we started in, we started in 2002, I guess it's now 2023. So we're, we're, let's say 20 and a half years. And that is unbelievable. Yeah. So can't help but hate is my favorite terror song. The one with corpse grinder. And I was so excited <laughs> that you played it at the holiday gym. For those not familiar with terror, what song should they look up? Oh, so if you don't know Terror at all, I got to pin down one song. Uh, I wouldn't, I I appreciate that you brought that song up, but that song is really outside of the box. So I wouldn't go go in that direction. I'd say maybe like one with the underdogs. I think the sound and the lyrics kind of sums up the, the, entirety of 20 years of of the band it's hard to do in one song but that that might be a good one yeah that one's really good uh so what's your favorite place you've toured in and what's the most obscure place you've toured in who okay those are two very different questions so i gotta kind of separate my brain here let's start with favorite uh japan japan is really cool uh it's almost like a different world because you can't you can't read anything most people there do not speak English at all. So you're, it's really like you're in a different world, like trying to drive there. Uh, That's something like Martin, our guitarist, he rented a car and drove around Tokyo, which to me was like, you're insane. Uh, Even trying to like find a bathroom or take a train or something like that is really, uh, for me, it's not easy. So it's kind of, yeah. A different world. The people are so nice. The hardcore scene's really, really cool. And it's really clean and people are really respectful. And, and I'll go with Japan. Uh, most obscure, huh? Now, we've been very lucky to travel to a lot of places. Um, Venezuela, we've played in, wow. which is in South America that I don't think a I lot of like bands countries. have gone to. 
Okay, a lot. I don't think many bands have gone there. Um, yeah, I've never really heard of bands playing there. Costa Rica, we've gone to. Ooh, yeah. Uh, all over Europe. Is there anywhere in Europe that a lot of bands have not gone to? Um, uh, no, I think Europe's kind of commonplace. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, a lot Russia, of, but only like part of Russia is in uh, Europe. We've gone to Russia several times, maybe four times. Um, I think a lot of bands go to Australia. But we've also done New Zealand a couple times, which is a little yeah. more obscure. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Let's leave it at that. Those are the first ones that will come to mind. Maybe something so obscure that it left my brain and I'm forgetting it. But those are those are the ones I've got for you. Have you guys ever played like Indonesia or maybe? like anywhere in Southeast Asia or like yes, a, cu okay. a couple of times, Indonesia, the Philippines. Okay. Those are pretty uh, obscure. <laughs> Singapore. Uh, we wow. actually went to China, which was, was really, really wild and uh, really great. Um, yeah. We've been really lucky. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Um, so my first concert was bad religion when I was nine uh, what was your first concert and how old were you? Whew. My first concerts were uh, kind of like glam metal stuff like uh, Rat and Motley Crue oh. and Poison and stuff like that. And I was huh, 13 or 14, I think, something like that. Nice. So these were actually like really... Like, I, I'm not sure what Bad Religion was like. I'm not sure if they played an arena, but these were like big arena concerts like you wow. would see on MTV at the time. And then from there, you know, it got more underground and kind of landed on Hardcore. still loving, you know. Yeah, but I still love some like more mainstream stuff. And I, I honestly would say there's not many concerts or mainstream groups that I'd actually want to go see just because it's so many people. I don't really like being around so many people. It's like a headache, but yeah. uh, you know, I think once I found shows and like uh, underground music, it was really became instantly more important to me. And also with the bigger bands, it's like a thousand dollars to get to the front row. And if it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not fun. If you're all the way back in a seat, you might as well watch it on TV. I saw Coldplay in uh, Belgium probably feels like eight years ago, nine years ago. It oh. was really cool. It was like a smaller arena, and that was really good. I really like Coldplay. I, oh, you know what? Actually, I'll say this too. Um, I don't really like Rage Against the Machine. Uh, when they yeah. came out, I was like way too elitist. Like this hard, this guy in a hardcore band. What's he doing on a major label? Doing this stuff. Um, I've obviously really somewhat grown up since then, but I was never really a Rage Against the Machine fan, but they came to Buffalo here and played at the, where the Buffalo Sabres played. So an arena, uh, I mostly went to see Run the Jewels, the hip hop group, and they were amazing, but I did stay for maybe four uh, Rage Against the Machine songs. And I was really impressed. I thought they were really good, especially Zach with his, hurt leg uh sitting down and playing but he still had great energy so oh. maybe maybe arena shows aren't that bad what do i know 
Yeah. But still, it's very, they're very expensive usually. Yes. Luckily, someone, someone I knew got me into that show. So a perk oh, nice. of music. Yeah. Also, it's so cool that uh, my favorite band covered Keepers of the Faith. Um, Hot Water Music. I was. That's your favorite band? Yeah. That's my favorite band. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> I was so surprised when my mom showed me. I, so she just, uh, uh, so we were listening to Terror, and uh, she just like said, "There's this band that covered uh, Keepers of the Faith," and I was like, "Who is it?" And she was like, uh, "I'll t- I'll tell you in a second. And she played it, and I instantly recognized Chuck Reagan's voice, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and it was ridiculous. Yeah, that was a uh, a uh, bucket list life highlight, unbelievable. Uh, you know. I don't think about it too much because I got too much going on in my brain. But every time like it's brought up or I remember or I see it, I'm I'm still like, I, I can't believe that happened. So yeah, super cool. And it just shows how cool those guys are. So they've always been really nice. I, I don't know them that well, but, you know, I've hung out with them and, and spent some time with them and they've always been really cool. So it just shows like for them to do that's unreal. Yeah, I saw them eight times in one year, and also just eight times at all. <laughs> was that what year? Last year? Uh, yeah, twenty twenty two. You saw them eight times. Uh huh. It was ridiculous because they played so many shoes. Like sh- shoes, they played so many shows like near us. Except, well, two of them were in Colorado because Modern Life is War was playing with them, and my parents loved them, so we flew all the way to Colorado. Very cool. Uh, I don't think I saw them once in 2022. There was a time I live in Buffalo. They played in Toronto, but I was gone. And something, uh, a fun, a fun fact or a not so fun fact. Um, the place where I saw you recently, uh, Reading, the, uh, yeah. what's that place called? The Reverb. Yeah. Uh, ter- Terror played there um, with Dying Fetus and Year of the Knife. Oh, nice. Um, sometime maybe like six months ago and hot water music the same night was in Lancaster Pennsylvania and I had this plan worked out where Richie from wisdom and chains as soon as Tara got done he was going to drive me to the Reading show but the, the the set times didn't work out or he wait. was going to drive me to the Lancaster show wait uh wisdom and chains was there no, he came to the terror show to hang out with me and he oh. was going to be, be a good friend and drive me to the hot water music show. Cause it was like an hour away in Lancaster, but the set times didn't work and, and I wouldn't have been able to see him, but um, they are, they are the greatest band ever in our opinion. Yeah. Um, my, my mom and dad actually went to the Lancaster show. My mom says oh, nice. it was January 22 and but it was 21 and up ah, well i don't i don't have that problem i could have lent you a few years yeah also um since since you live in buffalo you can like go to canada so easily i can but who wants to go up there no i'm just joking it's literally uh if there was no traffic and no border guards i could be in canada in less than 10 minutes if I ran to my car, started it, and drove, it's just very quick. It's like right there, and That's uh, really cool. yeah, and I, like I I grew up here, and there was lots of shows. I used to see 
Actually, my old band, Buried Alive, played with Hot Water Music in Toronto, which is an hour from here. Uh, Toronto, Hamilton, Burlington. There's all these little scenes around here. So it's it's really cool. Oh, also, isn't Cannibal Corpse from Buffalo? Yes. Not Corpse Grinder, though. Corpse Grinder's yeah. from Baltimore. They're ori- the, the band and their original singer, Chris Barnes, are from Buffalo. And then when the death metal craze of Florida was going on, they moved down there. Same with Malevolent Creation. They're, they're another big death metal band from Buffalo that a lot of people think Cannibal Corpse and Malevolent Creation are from Florida, but they're both from Buffalo. Oh. Also, I hear that you love stage dives and always ask the crowd <laughs> for more stage dives. So I stage do- dove for the first time last year when I was 10 for Stick to Your Guns in Philly. Also, nice. I counted you said the word stage dives seven times at the holiday jam. I might have been off a little, but it was around seven. That's it? Apparently. That's not many. All right, I'm good with that. Maybe I'm wonder learning what, my I wonder what your record is. Oh, a lot. I've yeah, probably said it seven times in a row before. Wow. So just stage dive, stage dive, stage dive, stage dive, stage dive, stage dive. Um, Stick to your guns is a great band. I love them. Great people, yeah. great band. Where where was the where was the show? What uh, Underground Arts. Oh, nice. Fun nice. fact about Underground Arts is that was the first time it was the venue with my first crowd surf and my first first stage dive. Both there? Yeah, uh, it wasn't the same show, but it it was both at uh, Underground Arts. What is a crowd surf? When you lay on the crowd like, and they pass you just around? Like just going up and just like having someone put you up. And kind of pass you around? Yeah. Uh, okay. It was for Hot Water Music. The crowd surf was nice. Hot Water Music. And stage dive, stick to your guns. So. I've stage dove to Hot Water Music before in Germany. I remember it clearly. Nice. How how old were you when you staged dope for the first time? Ooh. Uh, uh, probably when I first started going to hardcore shows at the River Rock Cafe, which is like a mile from me. Uh, probably 15, I'm guessing. Something like that. My mom wouldn't let me stage dive for a terror because it was too because da- it was too dangerous. Well, the last thing we want is anyone to get hurt. So I know. No danger. <laughs> uh, also, I saw you in the Bane documentary and you had an Argentine, Argentinian flag on your shirt. What was it for? How did you know that? Because I know my geography. I, I okay, that's the second time you said that. I know. Uh, that is uh, because of the boxer, Marcos Maidano. He's an oh. Argentinian. Argentinian? Is that right? Argentinian. Arge- He's an Argentinian boxer. He's my favorite boxer. And oh, nice. uh, that was a hoodie. That was one of his hoodies. That's cool. Yeah, I just like, I know, mo- I know not all flags, but I know like a decent amount of them. I know, I think all, all of them in South America. I know a good amount in Europe. I know a good amount in North America. But Africa is where I struggle. Cool. Yes. There's fifty three or fifty four. I can't remember. There's a lot. There's fifty three or four countries in Africa. Uh huh. Holy shit. Okay. Oops. I know all the countries. It's fine. <laughs> People have definitely sworn before. 
Yeah. So what are some of your major musical influences? Huh. For me personally? Uh, yeah. Um, I think the biggest for the starting point is a band called Zero Tolerance. They're, they're from Buffalo. And they're like the band when I was young, that was like the local band that I would see that were, they're unbelievable. Um, so I think it all starts there. And like, I would like worship, I still like worship them and, and really think they're one of the greatest bands ever. Uh, Madball, like Freddie, Freddie yeah. Madball and his stage presence and energy is huge. Um, Warzone, Rabies has like a really cool style and a really cool vocal, uh, like lyrical approach. Um, some hip hop too, like Gangstar and Nas and Mob Deep. Um, I just think I just think there's got to be some sort of groove in, in music that I I want to be a part of. Um, I mean, I I like a lot of stuff too, like Lifetime and Split Lip, like the really early emo stuff, I guess you would call it. And yeah. and that's just the just having the making sure there's emotion and and realness in it, like. Uh, I think like real pain when it's put into music makes great music. And I think a lot of that emo stuff has that Sunday day real estate. That's, that's like a huge band for me. So you like kind of all over the board. Um, I don't know. I think I would, but I never really uh, got into that, but they're in the ballpark of stuff. I really like, so I probably would. I really like them. Are they a Chicago band cursive? Uh, no, they're uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Just oh. very obscure, but okay, yeah, yeah. So, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Say that one more time. Okay, so would you rather like fight one giant duck or a hundred small horses? Pretty much. How small are we talking? Like the size of a duck. Oh. And the ducks are, and the duck is the size of a horse. I know it's a complicated question. <laughs> uh, my initial uh, answer was going to be the hundred mini horses because I could just step on them all, but that's disgusting. I'm yeah. going one on one with the giant. See what happens. Really? What? So sometimes ducks are mean and they'll just bite you. But what if it's giant? It could decapitate you. I don't think you can win in this. A hundred of anything versus one is a tough situation. I guess. But if the even if you if you get through the twenty surrounding you, you got eighty more coming. Well, you could just try like getting like high ground or something. I think with my minuscule brain, I can only focus on one, not a hundred. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I would choose the hundred horse sized ducks because like. I don't. I, I. I. think I have a better chance with the hundred, but I'm most likely going to die either way. Well, it's getting grim in here. Yeah. Okay. On a lighter note, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Uh, I was always really into like. I think the first one I could be wrong was like Unsolved Mysteries, and then they started doing like. Um, on HBO, they had a show called Autopsy, and I guess we're getting grim again. And then the Cold Case Files started, 
And those are things that I still watch all the time, like uh, reality murder shows, I guess they're called. So um, as soon as those first started coming out, like I can remember being really young and Unsolved Mysteries, I would watch, I think it was once a week at the time, I'd watch it all the time and be like glued to the TV. I like that. Let's go some other directions. Wonder Years, that was a great show. I watch that Um, sometimes. (laughs) um, You know, though, I love TV now. My life is like in the daytime, I cannot sit still. I like, even if I have nothing to do, I find things to do and I run a lot of errands and make sure I get stuff done and go to the post office and do the laundry and clean my apartment and make sure all day long I'm busy. But then once it's like this time, like I had to be home today by four to do this. Now I'm done for the day. Now for the rest of the day, all I'll do is just watch TV. But when I was young, I didn't like real rarely thought about TV. All I wanted to do was be out and play sports or cause trouble and break things and, and make my ma get a, get a heart attack. So um, yeah, TV wasn't a big, big thing when I was young. Yeah. Have you ever watched Gilmore Girls? Those are three older women. Is that right? Or I'm thinking to. No. I think Gilmore, no. you're thinking of Golden Girls, and yes, that's actually I four. Was. Yes. Okay. No, I don't know what Gilmore Girls is. Oh. Uh, it's just on Netflix, and it's uh, it's from like the 80s, I think. 80, 80s, 90s, or something. Hmm. I think it's from the 90s. Out of my realm. Yeah. It's odd, but it's, <laughs> I like it. So if you could have dinner with any three people, living or dead, who would you choose? Oh, that's weird. Mark Belenka, the singer of Zero Tolerance. Because like I said, I, I remotely know him and we kind of text message sometimes now. But if I well, sometimes when I bring up his band, He'll stop talking to me. I've noticed if I, if I, if we talk about anything, sports, terror, other bands, life, real stuff, we can talk a lot, but when it goes to zero tolerance, I think he pulls back and doesn't want to talk about it. So if I had him in front of me, there's no running. Um, I'd like to have dinner. Are we, are these three people together? Uh, well, I guess they, it's just dinner table with you and three other people. Uh, okay. Nas, Nas the rapper. Uh, that could be extremely interesting. You know what? I'm I'm sorry, Nas. I'm sure you're very upset that you're getting excused from the table, but I'm gonna take DJ Premier instead, who is uh, a producer that's done a lot of work with Nas, but he's produced for everybody and was a gangstar, so I could get more out of him, I think. So we got Balanka, Premier. Hmm. Hmm. Trying to like go non-music, but I don't care yeah, about it. They can they can be they can be dead too. Let's bring Robert De Niro to the table. That could be interesting. Different world, probably the coolest person on planet Earth. So we got De Niro, Premier, Balanca. Set it up, I'll be there. Okay. That's gonna have to be a five people dinner though. <laughs> No problem. 
Um, so if you could tell your 11 year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Who can I do two things? Oh, uh, sure. Alcohol is terrible. Stay away. Exactly. And B. Beating your body up for 20 years straight from hardcore is going to catch up to you. So take care of it in the beginning. Don't try to take care of it at the end. You mean less data dives? Uh, no, okay. just less everything. Just everything. Of course. Just be, take, take better care of yourself. Like uh, stretch more. Make sure you get sleep. Eat better. Uh, if something hurts, go to the doctors. Don't just drink and make the pain go away for the night because it's never going to go away. Uh, just, just take care of yourself and being in a band like terror as much as we tour and at the level we tour at, like, you know, it's not the most comfortable. It really physically beats you up. So, uh, I wish I would have been a little smarter, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, would you like to add anything before we wrap things up? We're at the end. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. No, I got nothing. I'd like to thank you for having me on your show. Who who else you got coming up for 2023? Uh, well, uh, Chuck Reagan said he might do it. Nice. Um, see, uh, uh, Jeff from Thursday said he's going to be on it. Oh, cool. I do not yeah. know him, but that's cool. Yeah. I saw so, you, you, you interviewed Milo correct yeah that was uh freddie from mad bull yes he might he might be on it uh yes i did interview milo yeah that was, was that really was fun. that like this zoom yeah uh no it was in person some of them we do in person uh because if if we're like in the same area we do nice okay well he's uh well I'll, I'll leave you with this i got one one last thing to tell you so when uh, when Terror was recording the new record, uh, Todd Jones, our ex-guitarist and the, the guitarist of Nails, he was producing the record. And me and him were talking about guest vocal spots. And Todd actually came up with the idea of Corpse Grinder, and he agreed to do that. Something a lot of... I have told this story a, a few times, but something that a lot of people don't know is the thought we had before Corpse Grinder, which would have been completely different. Now, not the same song. I don't know what song it would have been, but we wanted to get Milo instead of Corpse Grinder. That, that was been, our idea. That could have been really cool. Well, I, I know the drummer for The Descendants a little bit, Bill Stevenson, and I reached out to him and he said he was going to mention it to him and I never heard back. But maybe next record I'll try again because that's... Yeah. It's like a totally different idea, but that could be amazing. We can't, we kind of know Milo, so. Well, if you let him know, tell him I'm, I'm looking for his voice. Okay, you tell Corpse Grinder to be on this podcast. All you ask right. Corpse Grinder to be on this podcast, and we'll ask Milo to sing on your next album. All right, <laughs> sounds perfect. Well, uh, thanks to Scott for joining me today, and thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my, uh, my YouTube or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week, bye.
Thank <laughs> you.